and welcome to Stories, a Stark Friends podcast where we pick a theme and each tell a story. At the end, you get to vote with us to pick the best story. Wow, we say story a lot in we this do. intro. It's the title. Whoever gets the most votes gets to pick the next theme. Our current theme is baseball. This is Hannah introducing Noah, and Noah is going to talk about Buck Weaver. Mm. Right? You are so right. Cool. Um, Got your notes pulled up there? Yeah, so alternatively, uh, known as, well, he was known as Buck Weaver, but his name was George. And the uh, Black Sox. You know what his nickname was? Buck. Was it Buck? Mr. Weaver. Okay, so you're, you're right. Weaver. They did call him Buck Weaver, but um, Bucky? it was, you're going to laugh so hard. Buckland? It, you're not even Richard. close. So think about me. Noah. Ginger. The ginger kid is what they call So when I found that out, because I picked... That's amazing! I, so I, I don't know that if you mentioned this, because I was looking up some of my notes. This is actually what I wrote my senior thesis on in, in college. Yeah. I got a, a very worthwhile degree in, in history and another one in political science. <laughs> and they told us to pick something that either was very historically based or interesting or uh, politically, and I decided to lean more into the sports history. Well, and we watched the movie, right? Are you going to talk about that? Yeah. We well, were obsessed so with eight, it. Eight Men Out is it's one so of our good. favorite um, movies. When we, I mean, it was one of our family family favorites up there with uh, That uh, Thing You that Do. That Thing You Do. Uh, no, I was, in fact, going to make a joke, Hannah, um, about the baseball episode of Drake and Josh <laughs> called The Foam Finger. <laughs> But we won't get into that because that's a shame. I uh, I would like to have listeners still by the end. Of this. <laughs> um, so part of what makes I didn't I don't I don't didn't know how I wanted to organize this. I didn't know if we want to go through Buck's life and right. then talk about what makes him so like important. You got to get to the meat and potatoes, right. right? So cut through the chaff, right? So ew. Uh, <laughs> the thing to know about Buck is that he was a third baseman. Yes. Um, for the Chicago White Sox. Yes. Uh, in the early 20th century. 1919? 1919 was the World Series. That it will forever live in infamy. Um, he was one of their best players, um, but was severely underpaid. Mm. Um, he uh, frequently talked about how he made more money as a mechanic than he did as a um, professional baseball it's player. It's so different from how it is now. It's so like different. It's just so Well, weird. and so when he was able to uh, get a pay raise to $7,000 a year, mm. uh, that was like a big deal for him. I was going to, well, and like, how's What's that, that with inflation? Yeah. Uh, don't ask me the math. What are you doing? He's looking it up, the inflation. Um, so but he, was, he was a really interesting guy because he loved the game and was very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and hated losing. Yeah. And so he... $100,000. Oh. That's a lot. That's surprisingly... Kind of under well, so that, your point. <laughs> so, well, so that was the raise, though. You know, who knows? That was the raise. And that. so... That's true. That's true. The, and so it wasn't even... So it wasn't even so much... I don't think that the White Sox were, like, not making... Didn't they just make a lot money? less than they other teams? They made a lot less than all the other teams, yeah. even though they were easily the best team in the league. Because their owner was a penny because pincher. Because Comiskey was... Right, gotcha. Comiskey. Yes. was the worst person that's ever existed. That's not true, but he's just one of the worst sports owners of all time. I don't remember who played Comiskey. Uh, I don't, he looked like Winston Churchill. Oh, yeah. I don't know if that yes, guy ever played Winston Churchill, but he should I remember. Um, it's interesting, because uh, since he was so competitive, um, he really... 
he got really irritated whenever he didn't play as hard as he could have. Mm-hmm. And so um, there were frequent times when he got benched or cut from teams early on. And so one of the things he learned to do um, was be a switch hitter. Mm. Um, which for those of you that don't know, uh, that's a hitter that can hit from either the left side of the base or the right side of the base, depending on the pitcher matchup. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know when the first, um, switch hitter existed. How do you know what, like, what do you prefer when? How do you know which way you prefer to hit? You want to go up against the same hand. Right. So if you're a right-handed really? hitter, you mm-hmm. want to hit against a right-handed pitcher. That's different because you can see what their... I've read in all my notes. I don't know, because you can see their hand earlier. Right. That's So you have a few more, like, split seconds to, like, gauge the pitch. Because, well, we'll talk about it, I guess, in mine. All right. Because they said something different. But that's interesting. Yeah, I know. So right if hand- they're a left-handed so, pitcher, you want to bat left Well, and so more often, maybe what you read was the other way, because more often it's like you pick a pitcher to go up against the batter you don't want. So, like, if you're on the pitcher My- side of things... Uh, if you're going up against a right-handed batter, you want a left-handed pitcher. See, this person said it was a left-handed batter against a left-handed pitcher, which favors the pitcher. No, nah, that's wrong. It should favor the batter. That's what all the notes say. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Continue along, my friend. A switch hitter. Let me tell you guys something interesting about note-taking. Um, you should take notes when you prepare for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was a three-year deal of $7,000. Oh, okay. that makes more sense. Yes. So $33,000 a year. Right. Not great. So which, not, uh, yeah, that's not great. Which is Especially bad. compared to sports now. I'm right. thinking, thinking about it now. Yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, Yeah, in 2015, the LA Dodgers uh, starting team lineup got paid $270 million. Oh, my gosh. So, compared to now. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, but the LA Dodgers are the worst in every respect possible. Yeah, I just picked the number one team. That was the highest paid team. Second was the Yankees at 220. I'm shocked that the Yankees are the second team. T- typically, it's the Yankees that are first. Uh, right. But in the last uh, two or three years, the Dodgers have surpassed them. Mm. I, I didn't know that. Research. I, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense <laughs> that L- L.A. Uh, would be. Yeah, I mean, out, the Dodgers are spending yeah. anybody these days. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so. All this to say, that was at the 1919 season. Um, so we have arguably one of the best teams at that point to play the game. Um, arguably, I mean, you could look at their stats. Uh, they were a really good team, and they hold up now um, to teams that have won several World Series. Um, but because they were so uh, poorly paid, mm-hmm. um, they and. A group of them actually got together when um, uh, I believe it was the f- they added a first baseman that was relatively new to the team. Uh, I can't remember his full name, but Chick is what they called him in the movie. Oh yeah, played by Mary Poppins. Played by Merle or uh, from Walking Dead or uh, 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 what's Yondu. His name? Yondu, yeah, from the MCU. He's got such a very like unique voice. They, even that far along, they gathered eight players together. Uh, on the White Sox. But it takes nine. <laughs> Go ahead. They, so it was everyone, I believe, except the catcher. I, I believe they did. everyone. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. So they gathered everyone name? except the catcher. I don't remember his name. Me you're thinking of. Uh, we should have watched the movie. No, I'm sorry. See, this is why you take notes. Because it was. <laughs> so it wasn't all of the people on the field. Because they, they had to have um, a couple of starting pitchers. Oh, okay. So. Um, Eddie. Yeah, no, I know. I was just making a joke. Right. Eddie was Eddie the main something. guy. Uh, something with a C. Lefty? Was a. Lefty? Um, was a pitcher. Was the other pitcher. And so they had the two Lucky of them. Lucky was Charlie Sheen. Yes. Well, and so what ended up happening <laughs> is um, seven of those eight 
were in. Uh, Buck Weaver was not. Really? Yes. Oh. Eight Men Out is actually arguably told from the perspective. Shoeless Joe Jackson. No, of uh, of Buck Weaver. Oh. And but- she so he's like, it's through the eyes of him, mm. and he and it focuses a lot. Who in, backs um, out first? Never mind. Let's continue with the story. Yes. My You're bad. derailing me. Sorry, like crazy. I know the story um, already. <laughs> so what ends up happening is um, they do lose um, because they got into some serious uh, gambling problems with uh, heavy mafiosos right. and gangsters who bet on them because they were the heavy favorites to win. Yeah. Um, and they kind of went back and forth where like they wanted to do it for the money. They were going to lose on purpose for the money. I don't even know if I actually said that yet. Uh, yeah, no, are we talking about a World Series? Yeah. yeah. So this is the 1919 Sorry. World Series. Wow, we might have to like chop and edit this. <laughs> um, it's because I've seen it. I messed everything well, up. Well, and it doesn't help that I forgot to actually write down notes. So I'm just like looking at a timeline. Yeah. Um, so they get into the 1919 World Series against the Cincinnati Reds. Um, because they are underpaid, um, they make a deal with a bunch of gamblers and uh, gangsters to throw the series, and even though they were the money. heavy favorites, yeah, because they beat the Reds yes. several times that season. Um, they got they tried to, so like I said, they tried to get eight guys. Buck refused because he hated to lose um, and didn't think it was worth the money. However, he never said anything to management or to anybody else uh, he, like, didn't in the league. So they, he didn't tell on them. Uh, but what's well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so they end up losing, um, even they? though some of, yes, even though some of them kind of went back and forth because they liked to win, yeah, and they liked to play well, yeah, uh, and they weren't getting any money. They were supposed to get money during the series, and they, and they didn't. Yeah, they weren't getting them, so they decided this is stupid. Uh, and then one of the gangsters. Uh, it, well, and also kids out there, if you're gonna throw a game, you got to make it look like right. you're, trying. you're trying. If it's obvious that you're throwing the game, right. then they're gonna call you. I on mean, it, now so. they right. are, but when you cheat, they didn't really have that problem be before smart. the. Black so, like, there Sox. were times where um, Eddie Seacott, who was one of the best pitchers at that time, yeah. Um, I mean, it, was trying his hardest. No. Oh. Uh, he would. The catcher would um, call a pitch. Oh right. And he would just not throw it. Yeah. Or he would keep shaking him off. That's and, a little too obvious. W- right, and so, um, or like the outfielders would drop really easy fly ball so the errors were up through the roof um so they lose overall that's all that's mm-hmm. important in that and um a investigation is done by major league baseball and all eight players including buck weaver are kicked out um mm. and are not allowed to play professional baseball he knew ever about again um uh, and so buck was specifically kicked out uh because he knew about the uh about the fix was shoeless joe jackson kicked out yes mm-hmm. and he actually ended up playing under a pseudonym really i don't is, that's not what you call it yeah is that what you call it uh-huh. if it's a fake name yeah an alias i i yeah i guess i just think of a pseudonym writer yeah um, but yeah it's a pseudonym yeah and so uh did they call him shoe full joe right, jackson times are so different like i'm jack now well, if you don't know I'm who they play was, on your team I on know. the internet so <laughs> it was so he didn't play in the major league Okay. He played for some uh, minor league team. Uh, that actually. makes sense. So, yeah. He uh, just loved baseball. So uh, he got kicked out, even though he... It, it, what's what's really crazy is he hit better in the World Series than he did the rest of the season. So he played better than he had 
throughout that entire 1919 baseball season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it just, it was really messed up um, that he was not just punished, but also penalized to the extent that he could never play baseball again, which mm-hmm. was his favorite thing. Uh, so he, for the rest of his life, continued to petition yeah. uh, to be reinstated, even though he couldn't play, but like just to clear his name. That's so sad. They still haven't. Really? Yeah. Um, his his niece, who uh, was really close with him, um, is still trying. Is still trying. Yeah. I just think it's crazy if you can show that like you played in those games better than other games. Mm-hmm. Like, It's just... I can't believe they expected him to tattle on everyone. Like, that's not really his job, I don't think. What do you think, buddy? You think he's supposed to tell? I think, yeah, probably. Really? I think you do have, I mean, I I didn't watch the movie, I don't know the history, but like just listening to what I just heard, I think you do have something of a moral obligation when you know that millions of dollars are at the line, are on the line with different people's money, and you know, like, a group of people have basically set up some insider trading and you just sit by and watch it happen? Like, I don't think that's great. I would totally just Re- watch it happen. So the Judge Landis, who, um, you know, presided over the uh, the trial, uh, released a, a statement. Um, it says, regardless of the verdicts of juries, because they were acquitted by the law. Mm. Um, so they, they didn't have, there was no legal repercussion for what they did. They just couldn't play baseball. So he said, regardless of the verdict of juries, no player who entertains proposals or promises to throw a game, no player who sits in conference with a bunch of crooked players and gamblers where the ways and means of throwing games are discussed and does not promptly tell the club about it will ever play professional baseball. Mm. Um, and so in his dismissal, um, it's very clear that who he was pointing that last subject yeah, to. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, yeah, and it's it's one that um, I I have kind of come around on. Like when I was in high or when I was in college, and I wrote my paper on it. I I felt that he sh- now he should be reinstated. Yeah. Um, but I don't know because I hear what you're saying, bud. Like it's. I get that it's so much money. I just think like when you're underpaid, when you feel like. This sounds, I know, like, ridiculous, but, like, the man is, like, keeping you down and mistreating all of you. Even if you don't agree to something like that, I think he could understand why when he sees his friends, like, struggling to pay bills and, like, not being appreciated. And, like, the owner is this, like, rich, I don't know, millionaire or something who, like, won't pay them anything. Yeah, I mean, I... I get that, and I definitely understand, and, like, I'm not trying to demonize him. Yeah. I am saying that that's the same logic that's used by bank robbers. That, like, look, there's a lot of people hurting. We're going to use this money for good things. You love Robin Hood. Really needs this money. I'm just saying, like, (laughs) it is not a clear black and white here. I know. I also understand the position of the Major League, who, if they condone people and say no it's cool we're gonna let you back in they're basically saying like look you can get away with this and they're inviting that into kind of but they're not gonna let the people in who did it who perpetrated it they're just letting in the person who didn't tattle and i think i don't think anyone can really argue that he didn't deserve a punishment one way or another right whether that's whether that's like i don't know if that's a fine i don't know if that's a suspension it's just hard Um, i feel like they're adults and it's not my job to control their behavior if I saw someone murdering someone, I would well, report them. Well, I was going to say, so... But I don't really care about so like money, I guess. An accessory to murder is a, yeah. is a heavy crime, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, well, but, like, even, like, at work, you know, if I see uh, a guest service representative 
taking 600 bucks out of the till. It's, That's not even my employee. Yeah. Uh, they're not my responsibility, but I do have some responsibility to the company that sure. I work for I to say, so. look, this person's ripping you off. It's not good for any of us. Yeah. Well, and would you expect to get fired if your boss found out that you knew and you didn't say anything? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Right. Really? Yeah. yeah. If I knew that someone else was stealing and I didn't come forth, I don't know necessarily in my position yeah. that I would be fired immediately, but there would be repercussions that's for that. That's so difficult to me. I don't know. It's just tough I feel like I know a lot of coworkers who do stuff that's against company policy, and I'm not going to go forward and throw them under the bus. Of course. Well, well I, I just think it's it's frustrating. Well, but what, the stuff that you know that your, policy, your, your coworkers are breaking probably isn't stealing money. So just stealing money. I'm saying at the, I, it's a I don't, crime. I, yeah, I don't know where the line is exactly, but yeah. I think that at the point where you were intentionally raking money from your employer, that you've crossed it wherever that line is. Such a bummer. Well, and like, it it does stink though because their like, owners sucked. I'm not I'm not arguing that fact. Yeah, like that seems pretty clear. Yeah, and they're clearly not blameless. <laughs> What's funny? <laughs> you just interrupted. Oh. <laughs> no, I just I am now understanding what it's like to be buddy, and I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Welcome. I, I, Welcome friend. Just, I just think it's it's tough. What makes it tough is because I don't think he had ill intent. Of I think not, he just yeah. wanted to put his head down. Mm-hmm. He played as hard as he could. Yeah. Um. And when he probably he, wanted to win, and he's not going to win if they got rid of his whole team, right? If he, and if he said something, right? It, yeah. it would have been. I think they probably would have just had to forfeit. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. But then I, they and he called probably would have lost Black his job Sox. anyway. And he probably would have lost his job. Yeah, right. that's true. That sucks. Also, buddy, you know who else is in this movie? Um, Marty from Frasier. Oh. He plays Kid Gleason. That's right. He plays their manager. Yeah. Oh. He's the best. Um, also, oh. in my defense, according to Wikipedia, conventional baseball wisdom suggests that when a pitcher and a hitter pitch or bat with the same hand, the pitcher has the advantage. It so, is so weird. Why it, is that? Why is that backwards? Well, this in my says head? the main reason left-handed hitters prefer to hit against right-handed pitchers is breaking pitches will curve toward the batter, hmm. which makes them easier to hit. But when a left-handed b- batter faces a lefty, curveballs bend away from them, which makes it harder to hit. Hmm. I like them outside. You know who it shows the extent oh. of my baseball knowledge? You know who doesn't <laughs> care about uh, lefty righty switch hitters? Billy Bean. Right. It's all about numbers, BB. <laughs> the Oakland uh, A's. It's just a movie. Moneyball. Yeah, I know. I know about the movie. Oh, you do? Yeah. You never I don't know. I've seen it, but that's so sad. <laughs> that was almost my uh, senior thesis topic, hmm. but they made a movie about it. But Doctor Lowe <laughs> said no. He said that's popular enough. Yeah. That there's been enough writing on that. That makes sense. There's. I found in my research on this guy, there was one book written, and one movie. Wow. Yep. And so, it wasn't, I mean, but you would argue Eight Men Out's not really about him. Like, he's a, one of the main characters, but it definitely yeah. was not a, just his story. Yeah. I mean, it's more about him and Shoeless Joe Jackson than anybody else. But. Right. So, do you have anything else? No. Um, baseball is my favorite sport. Um, and so, I think that's probably why the story resonates with me so so much, because it's just a guy that wanted to play the game. Yeah. And that's he, he sad. wanted to do any, he just wanted to do anything to play the game and win and yeah. try his hardest. Um, little ginger couldn't do anything the ginger else. kid hey don't be disrespectful <laughs> give him the full name so that's my story cool um tune in next week for i think buddies which is yeah. is i don't know if we're gonna are you gonna announce it next week uh yeah we might as well but right. i think you have one last thing to tell us uh yeah 
if you liked this, please check out Avatar Weekly next week. Oh, yeah. Um, our other podcast. No, I was going, but okay. Um, <laughs> if you want to reach out to us, yes. we are on Twitter, at Stark Friends. Uh, if you want to email us, you can email us at uh, Stark Friends Podcasts nice. at gmail.com. Uh, friends and podcasts are plural. Stark is singular. <laughs> um, and we're also on Facebook at Stark Friends as well. So uh, otherwise, we'll hear from you guys later, hopefully. And just be careful where you take your cabbages, you feel? Just be careful. You dig? I don't, you I don't dig? even know, man. I thought you said this. <laughs>